Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? It means the boys are in studio. Let's go. Let's go, boys. Boys, let's go. Let's go, boys. Boys, 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 boys. Boys, Tyler, get in on my chant. Boys, boys, boys. Bo- Tyler, whenever you're ready. Boys, boys, boys. Thank boys, you. Boys, yeah, boys. team boys. Tyler, first off, I know the majority of you are listening on radio, and you can't see us on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, right. wherever live you're watching, uh-huh. where you can see our beautiful faces. Mine. Tyler, how dare you wear a mustard shirt? Yeah, what are you doing? That isn't a two men on season two doing? mustard shirt. You, have we not given you a shirt? I was going to say, how dare you guys not right, give me hey, a two men on That's on you, dog. Mustard shirt. I've I thought I gave it. you multiple. I've been given no shirts. All right, t- mm. hey, man, do me a favor. Get up from the microphone. Go downstairs to the trunk of your car. Aaron Burnett joining us. Hey, hey buddy. Sit in front Aaron of Aaron Burnett. You're going to yell at Hey, hey, hey. How's, how's everybody doing? I miss you guys. Yeah. Oh, you missed us? Uh, yeah. Because we didn't uh-huh. hear a word from you over UFC weekend when you were uh-huh. hanging out with your actual friends, mm-hmm. not slumming with us, mm-hmm. talking about real sports, mm-hmm. talking only about UFC. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have something that I have to deliver. Okay. All right. It's, it's a summons. Oh, God. Who do you think this is going to go to? Who am I going to serve? The, uh, uh, am I going to st- serve you or am I going to serve you? Statistically, historically, I'm going to say Van Nunley. Yeah, Van is the one. Van is getting served. Okay. okay. There you go. The last time that you were in the Valley of the Sun in yep. Paradise Valley, yep. you were going 15 over in a 30. That's not true. No, it's got you. It's got a photo of you picking your nose right there in the picture. <laughs> in the picture right okay, there, well, you can see your face. It's now, you. Hold on. <laughs> so let me let me tell you what's about to happen. I didn't know this was a thing. There's gonna be another ticket coming in. I already got this mine. Is, this is the second ticket. Oh no! <laughs> because the first one. I was waving at the camera. Let me see this thing. And the second one, I started picking my nose. All right, hold on. Hand it to me now. Yeah. All right, so what do you... you were, That's somewhere deep in the heart of Scottsdale where they had speed cameras, this, but they didn't bother putting uh, the speed. This is as good of a photo. This First of all, this is the podcast cover today, yeah. so make sure we get this. Yes, it's going to be it's gonna be on at TalkABQ oh. on Instagram, Facebook, all wherever right. get your so, social media. Aaron, Aaron Burnett of KKOB, obviously, you know him, the L. Ray Theater founder. You, you know, everyone knows Aaron Burnett. So he went with us to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Was this mailed to you directly? Did it come to the station? No, it actually came to the station, and then when I saw it, I said, yeah. I'd like to please deliver that on oh, air. I love this so much. <laughs> so you were in the branded sports animal truck. Correct. Yes. Okay. I know. And did you also run a red light? No. This God, is, I would never do oh, that. Oh, this is, okay, this is Classic, very good. It? I would go, okay, first off, these are all lies. 55 I, and a 40. I only drive 10 over, so I was only going 49. I never go to over 10 over. Where were you at 9.55 p.m.? I was going to the resort or whatever we're staying at. Oh, that track. It, was yeah. this for spring ball? Is yeah. This when you guys yeah, when the, ball? we were there for spring training. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I just got my ticket from the Super Bowl two days ago. 
Okay. How am I? You know what? Well, we do this bit a lot. Mm-hmm. This is not a bit. I'm old man slow. We we literally talked about this yesterday on the program that you're the safest driver. I'm the safest driver of all. I never speed. I'm, I always speed. I'm insanely cautious of others. Formula One. It took us seven and a half hours to get back from Phoenix whenever we went to the Super Bowl because that's how slowly I drive. It's, I made it there story. in exactly five hours. <laughs> <laughs> love this so much. All right, I have to go do a radio program. Aaron I'm going to Bur- need that back. I'm going to make you a copy and yes. give it to you. So yeah, Aaron Burnett, everyone. Put it on your podcast. Thank you. All right. So thank you. Much. I need it digitally. Put it in my scans folder. That's I was excited for that to come in. You knew that was coming? Oh, yeah. How did you know about it the first time? Because I was driving 10 over. Also. Oh, and you saw the thing flash? Yeah. I saw uh, it flash uh, twice. Uh, the first flash I waved, and I was like, I bet another one's coming. So I, I dug. I dug for gold. I was like, this is going to be a sweet pick when it's, this comes up. So human, like, evolutionarily speaking, okay. your nostril is the exact same size as your finger. Yeah, That's for a good reason. Every human being on the planet. Yeah. Every human being can put their own index finger up their nose. Yeah. You went pinky. I'm fancy. <laughs> I'm, a t- I'm a tea drinker, Fred. Uh, and you're solo in this thing because I was hanging out with a friend. So I had a friend in phoenix correct who i was hanging out with and you were like oh i'm just gonna because uh, when i'm with you i do this when i say hey lead foot lead foot let it up slow it down. also i don't let you drive a ton in town highway miles you drive a lot but in town i got this thing you are kind of type a when it comes to driving well you text and drive which i hate only at a stoplight it's too much for me I don't drive in text. It's dangerous. Oh, okay. You're correct. But you do the, like, the, the re- like if there's brake lights in front of you, you're like, oh, it's cool. It's not cool. It scares the crap out of me. At a stoplight, I text almost every stoplight. <laughs> like, I know. I'm the guy that gets honked at. I do not. I do not text every stoplight. I let it sit there until the show starts right now. We're five minutes in, and I have 13 text messages because I drove here. Well, I'm pretty sure stoplights are more for texting than they are for like traffic. Tyler stuff. walks everywhere. Don't listen to him. He, yeah, he's get you're you got no skin in this game. You don't have to stop to text on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a fun moment to stay! I hope this thing cost you less than a hundred dollars because that's still a laughable amount of money. But if it's one hundred dollars. I'm going to strongly encourage you to do Did it have community. a dollar amount? I didn't see it. I was too focused on the picture. The picture is so good. Isn't that so good? I, like, over-exaggerated it, too. Like, I flexed my hand and forearms. If we have to find a reason to go to Phoenix for you to do community service, we're doing the show live from Vans Community Service in Maricopa County. Hey, look, Phoenix. it happened in Scottsdale. I'll do some community cervix in Scottsdale. That's okay. That's... What are you doing? What? What are you doing? Making funny jokes. <sighs> Listen, you knows... That was a bad decision out there. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Tyler, you can have that one. That's unconstitutional, first off. It, I can't wait to talk about this on the other side of the glass. It, I am going off on KKOB. You're going over to KKOB to say how automatic traffic yes. enforcement, because it's a private entity and not, uh-huh. a, and not a government facility. Like many of our friends at KKOB, I'm a constitutionalist. Yeah. Oh, I love this. And I don't remember any robots in the Constitution. <laughs> What are you doing next January 6th, Fred? I'm going to storm the Capitol. The musket that I carry around. I'm not not accepting speeding tickets from robots. Actually, I don't disagree with this. Yeah. I'm on your team with this. Thank you. I want you to fight this until it's no longer funny. 100%. But up until that point, 
I want it to go very poorly for you. Day one of the saga. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is okay. Nunley versus Scottsdale. The founding fathers would have texted at red light. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if the founding fathers had anything to do with lights, they would not have been red, first of all. The, it would have been blue. Yes, true. It would have been blue lights. No, it'd be sepia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Can you see Van at a stoplight in, like, Nantucket? And he's, like, texting, like, oh, the, I think the British are currently coming. <laughs> Figure it out. Oh, I love that start to the show. You're welcome. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Rays going 10-0 and how this hasn't happened since 1987 in the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, but this is a way better start. Oh, you're welcome. When are you going on KKOB? Like right after this? Probably. You and Tyler hanging for one, and I'll yeah. go in there. Send Chris Burnett in. Yeah, have really? Chris sit in. A lot of Burnett's all of a sudden. Yeah. I usually like redheads. Mm. So you have to go back to Phoenix at some point. No, you- I'll just make it rain. That's <laughs> Fred. Come on, look at me. I'm a self-made thousandaire. That's not the. You gonna you gonna give me a kick? You think a ticket's gonna slow me down, hey, brother? I sat on a warrant in Spokane for like ten years because I was never planning to go back to Washington. Statute of limitations, baby. <laughs> and then right at like the nine-year, three-month mark, Spokane. Uh, I I move here and I go to get a new license, and because it's the, um, whatever the the national one, the star one, whatever it is, the the deep state license. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, real ID. Real ID. Yeah. So they're like, hey, sorry for you, brother. In Spokane, you got a warrant. So I had skirted it for 10 years living in Illinois. How long does it last? What did you do? It was 10 years. What was your warrant? Uh, they got me for, um, they got me with the airplane speeding thing. Speeding tickets last 10 years? Yeah. But it wasn't even me. See you in 11 years, Phoenix. Yeah. So on, <laughs> so they have these markers on the ground and then they fly planes and then if you get from one marker to the other one too quickly, you were speeding. Okay. Like that, okay, understood. Presumptive. Yeah, I agree with that. Maybe I just have a really long car. But I was going to, I was going to Spokane from Pullman, Washington, where my college was, and I wasn't even driving. But you can't see the driver in the car because it's top down. Mm. So it was my car. Okay. But the like the guy I chummed around with that we went up there to play like three on three basketball or whatever. Yeah, he was, uh, so I call him. I'm like, hey, do you want to pay this $700 thing? He's like, do you want to never call me again? Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'll pay. What was that option? Yeah. I was like, cool. Did you take that option? Cool. Oh, gosh. Also, everyone listening to the program right now, all of our friends are show are like, yeah, no, this been there before. This tracks. Uh, robots fight back. Watch out. That's from the live, the Sports Animal live chat. Yeah. Um, I was in support. I was completely aghast yeah. at the treatment that downtown's Iron Man had. I don't know why Iron Man didn't talk to his boy, that narc in Scottsdale, have him take it easy on me. From the Sports Animal Live chat, the Dodgers still have the best roster in baseball, in my opinion. That's from friend of the show, Joseph. Okay. I don't think that's wrong, but they don't have the record that the Rays have. Nope. And we'll grab an early break, get back, talk actual sports. And we'll let Van wipe a little bit of egg off his face. As he's claimed he's a better driver than me for the longest time. And has now been proven by a court of robot. Still wrong. It's not wrong. There's there's a photo of you digging for gold. So funny. I can't. I'm 50-50 on if you did that on purpose. I can't tell. I don't know why they didn't send both. I should have two tickets right now. Why is there another? Once I saw the flash one, I just leaned into it. Was it behind you or in front of you? It was in front. I saw the first one. 
I gave him some some deuces. And I was like, God, there's got to be another one. So I just dug it in and I flexed this it. This is like three weeks ago. I feel like you would have told me anything about this. By I now. was waiting for this exact moment. Oh, my gosh. You you don't have the foresight to do a three-week-long radio bit. You don't think I have the comedic <laughs> timing to wait three weeks for this? No, Andy Kaufman. An I insult. don't think you do. That's an insult. And you know Andy Kaufman is one of my all-time favorites. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. None of that is even close to the song or the. I'm just. I, I thought we were all doing a little bit of a like an acapella thing here. I thought we were all going to throw something in. We can do that when we come in without music. Still no. Still bad. It's very bad. Not the one. Got it. The, the Tampa Bay Rays are 10-0, the first team to start a season. 10-0 since the 1987 Milwaukee Brewers. Tyler was not alive. Not at all. I was one. No, you were not. It's 40 years ago. In 1987, you believe you were one. Is this 83. Did I or did I say 87 the actual year? Oh, earlier you said 83. No, I did not. I think you said 87 this time. Yeah, I definitely. 87 that time. 80. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. All right. All right. 87 the whole time. Okay, okay. I was four. This is why you can't figure out numbers. <laughs> like nine over? What now, first it? off, that robot has the audacity to think that I drive 15 over in town. That's what it said. That's offensive. That's a lie. <laughs> I don't do that ever. The Rays won last night. When did they play again today? What time? Uh, in 20 short minutes. Okay, so in 18 short minutes. Well, I think they're about at their limit at 10-0 because they didn't even win by four runs last night. Oh, barely beat them. <laughs> Just barely by four runs. They're pretty much washed up, really. The last team to do anything similar was this was 1884. Maroons. The Maroons. Don't know what that is. A 27-inning shutout streak, fam. The Tampa Bay Rays have a 27-inning shutout streak. They're doing it without their best pitcher. Who's that? They're pitching lights out, and they're doing it without Tyler Glasnow. Never even heard of that, dude. Well, you don't know baseball like I do, Bubba. That's wild. That's crazy. People are going to keep moving the goalposts like on this team forever. They're off to a better start than anyone could possibly be off to. It's not even part of a conversation on if they're good. It's if they're the best and they're going to be the best at the end of the season. This is not a fluky thing. This is not a we played weak talent. This is not a whatevers. This is a team that you actually predicted at the beginning of the year, which kind of I hate. You're welcome. But this is a team that is legitimately the best team in baseball, and they could be one of those first day of the season to the last day of the season best teams in baseball and Which, that's not traditionally how baseball ends the year oh it is not how baseball happens friggin ever ever but i said they were going to get hot at the end of the year so i'm not completely right but i'm right enough to take credit baby a little wire to wire we're gonna go a little wire to wire from the live chat the sports animal live chat bunch of hellos thank you everyone hi we're gonna do better about doing the live stream when we're on remote the technology exists. <laughs> yeah. If I can get a robot ticket, we can live stream when we're on remotes. 
We've done it before. We'll do it again. They're so good. First save of the year last year. That's crazy to me. Last night? They, on, they only won nine games in a row by more than four. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Eight people have done it. They never even had an opportunity. Eight people have done it. For a save. Since 1876. Only eight teams have done that. In 140 years. It's the all-time. Sorry, 137 years. It's the all-time run differential. It's the, they're the best start in the history of baseball. It's not hyperbole. It is statistically the best start in the history of baseball. And also baseball. And they're still going. Baseball fan right now, because is, is like old crotchety man who sits on his porch and screams at clouds and kids. Okay. I don't sit on my porch. I do all that other stuff. Yes. This Rays team is a team of kids. The children's. Everyone hates these kids. Yeah. Major League Baseball fan is like, you're not Aaron Judge. I hate you. You're not Paul Goldschmidt. I hate Who is you? Randy Arozarena. That's the one, dude. Is the seasoned veteran. And he's been there of two, 28 years old. Been there two minutes. He could just rent a car last year. Does he have a regular number yet? Or is I he... probably won't be able to do in Arizona. No, anymore. not for a while. Yeah. Is he still wearing a 60 number? Or has he got a regular number yet? He does whatever he wants. He does. He's wearing 56. I He's think. so weird. That's the ugliest number. That's cool. He's probably got some, some serious meaning to it. Special place in his heart. I'm going to cite this as not common because I can't give you an actual citing. How often do you have a team throw three straight shutouts? I'm going to say that's pretty not common, Van. In this baseball? Yes. Like everyone hits a homer all the time baseball? Shout-outs, shout-outs, shout-out to the Rays, shout-out to the Rays. Shout-outs are so rare. I actually have it in front of me. You ready? The last time there were three straight shutouts to start a season was 2016, the Doiges. They opened the season with three straight shutouts, and then in game four got shelled for 12. Yeah. I don't think the Rays are ever going to give up more than three runs, ever. Ever. Nine teams, nine teams in MLB history have started 10-0. and 0. You know how many seasons there are? Greg Amzinger in the MLB. I don't. I'm asking. Eight, how many seasons are there? Baseball? It's so old. When did baseball officially start? The 1870s? 1876 is what I see. Yeah. in, uh, in The centennial? In Cincinnati. America's America's centennial? That's when baseball started. Correct. There was like three teams. We've had this talk because for some reason the NBA started during World War II, and I was like, not cool. (laughs) Pick a different time. That's not the one. Listen here, America. You know what to distract you from the horrible World War? Some basketball. Oh, hardwood. Hey, put a little put a little pig skin in the peach basket, America. Distract you, yourself from the awful war. You've never heard of Naismith? Well, neither had we until we needed a distraction from the Second Great War. <laughs> Plain center for the Boston Celtics, 5'6", Herb Stevens. 
He's the tallest man in the NBA by a foot. During the day, he rivets air defense. During the night, entertains you on the hard court. Two dribbles here, my man. Just invented last week wooden planks. You should see the ball bounce now. Buy a seat, get a war bond. You thought that basketball bounced well on dirt. You should see it on a wood floor. <laughs> Our athletes are wearing wool, as of course polyester has gone towards the war effort. <laughs> <laughs> but the boys are using the boys across the ocean are using all that canvas for the war. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one though. Those like nineteen fifty civil defense like sure. like propaganda videos. All the gunpowder's overseas, but there were fireworks in Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) It's so dumb, funny, and accurate. They would get, like, the auxiliary out, like, the women's auxiliary to, like, cheer. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, their men are at home, but their biggest fans are here at the Boston, whatever. And you're like... Stop. Rosie the Riveter worked 12 hours today in the factory, but she showed up to have a hot dog and a soda pop. Hot dogs today, of course, only 40% sawdust is the rest of the... (laughs) New regulations from the FDA said only four ears per hot dog. If MLB Network reaches out to these Tampa Bay Rays for, like, interviews and stuff, what do they say besides, like, we got that dog in us? Like, what is this group of kids that don't realize what they're doing is the most exceptional thing ever done. What do you say besides woof, woof? Wait, what is, what is everyone besides Brandon Lowe say to their translator? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're asking? Be low, go wow. Like, what do you do? They're so good. Hey, you know what it is? They brought the Devil Ray jerseys back. That's why. That might not be that far off. They waited till after Easter, though. That was nice of them. Rob Manfred was like, hey, we got these new rules. Um, There's going to be a lot more offense in the game. And the Tampa Bay Rays were like, hold my beer. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold up. We got a plan here. And all these, like, and you're ki- you kind of were joking, but not joking. All these guys from, like, Caribbean islands and pan-Caribbean islands. Sure. And they had to play super fast baseball growing up. There were no lights on their field. Yeah, start if you're gonna early, k- end early. Gonna get another game in. You got to go now. Ready to go. Oh gosh. And we're gonna be at the point in like starting in five years, but all the way up to like the next ten years. Every major league pitching coach is gonna be a former player from this rotation. Like, here's how you do it. We learned it from fill in the blank. You want to go down this list? I want you to tell me who you've heard of. You thought Pete Fairbanks was elite, Van. You say that at the beginning of the year. He's only got one save. Loser. You don't get any chances. Oh, okay. You only had one chance last night. If you, I only know Randy or Rosarina. I'm not joking. Try, try me with anyone else. Okay. Yandy Diaz. No. Nope. I think he was a Cardinal a long time ago. No. Nope. Brandon Lau. It's spelt low, but it's pronounced Lau. I'm familiar with him. Okay. Randy Rosarina, you know. Yeah. You got to know this guy. He's a stud. All right. Wander Franco. Okay, I do know who that is. Okay. He's a stud. So after Randy Rosarina and Wander Franco, poof, that's everyone you know. Yandy's Diaz is Cuban, right? Luke Rayleigh, Isaac Paredes, Josh Lowe, not Lau, Manuel Margot, Christian Betancourt. Yandy Diaz was with the Cleveland Indians or the Cleveland Commanders, depending on how you describe them. Francisco Mieja, Taylor Walls, Vidal Brujan, 
Harold Ramirez. Okay, here's a stud. He's he, This guy's a dude. Harold Baines? Shane McClanahan. Do you know Shane McClanahan? Yeah, I saw Boondock Saints. He, he's mm-hmm. cool. From the law offices of McClanahan and McClanahan. What do you need this rope for? What do you need this rope for? Taj Bradley. Jeffrey. Okay, Jeffrey Springs is a dude. Never heard. Drew Rasmussen. Josh Fleming. Is that Cody Rasmussen's brother, the former St. Louis Cardinal? Pete Fairbanks. Jason Adam. Colin Poche. Jalen Beeks. Ryan Thompson. Garrett Clevenger. Calvin Fosher. Kevin Kelly. Doc, I'm looking at the team roster. On the injured list, Jose Siri, Shane Baz, Zach Eflin, and my dude, Tyler Glasnow. I'm looking. You don't know any of these people, and Zero. they're 10-0. and 0. I'm looking at the team roster right now where they have all their player pictures, like from media day. All these dudes look like this is the first time they ever took a media day photo. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Smile with the rest of your face. Right. They put their arms behind their back so that their chest looks bigger. You're like, what are you doing? Just cross your arms. You're not fooling anyone. You're not Jenny Finch. 40-man roster, Fred? Okay. On their 40-man roster, there are four dudes 30 and over. Four. You want to know what the oldest one is? 31. (laughs) They have 40 dudes 31 and under. You know what this is? This is Gen Z rage. Ooh. They're like, they're like, we don't have to be here a long time. We just have to get the job done. We're salary. Tyler's over here like, yes. Tyler's like, this is correct. Get that. All these Gen Zers are like, you're not, you're not paying me to be here a long time. You're paying me to be here for a good time. Sure. Let's go. Is that your Tinder bio? All right. Note to self. <laughs> Update Tinder bio. This relationship will not be for a long time. Something, something, long, hard road. Okay. Whoa, easy, easy, easy. From the Sports Animal live chat on the live stream. A lot of people enjoyed the propaganda bit we just did. Thank you. It was pretty good. NBA basketball. (laughs) This is a stupid show. Whenever we get back, NFL talk, but I would spend all day on baseball if I could. Josh Sushal will join us at 530. The boys are off at 545 today. For good reason. Well, the worst reason, though. If the isotopes are going to play a game, I hate that it has to be against El Paso. Save it. I I swear to God, dude. Save your rage. I want to put El Paso. I want to dig a hole into the ground. I want to put El Paso into that hole. I then want to stomp into that hole with the heel of my boot until El Paso is no longer breathing. And then I want to cover it with dirt. And I want to walk away. Except for the no longer breathing part, you're describing El Paso. Oh, okay. Excellent. Band might be on KKOB where we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Of the 137 intros we have, I, I, this is one like I actually might listen to in real life. It sounds like something I'd listen to. There's a couple I'm down with. There's yeah. a couple. How many total NFL games are there in a season? 272. Did you just pull that number out of, or did you look it up? Well, how many teams are there? 32. And how many they all play 17 games? Mm-hmm. So 272. So there's 272 total games, okay? The NFL Red Zone just released its pricing, okay? Now, you were telling me, Van, because you are super cheap, you were telling me they used to be able to buy, like, a single team or you could buy, like, the Red Zone channel only or something? Yes. What? There, there, there used to be multiple packages. Tiers? Yes. Okay. 
Now tears is what everyone has in their eyes because the NFL and YouTube, which is the exclusive, Tyler, you're familiar with YouTube because you are a uh, Gen Zer. Right. It is. Are you? Yeah, but I feel like non-Gen Zers are quite aware of YouTube at this point. Like, you can't be putting YouTube just mm. on the Gen Zers still. Like, that's that's uh, everybody. I think my septuagenarian mother and father are quite familiar with YouTube. Because yeah. of, of yeah. pandemic? I mean, they had a lot of time during the pandemic. So they watched that video, Plandemic? My dad, maybe. Yeah. Hard, maybe. <laughs> Two of my aunts, for sure. <laughs> So if you sign up now for the NFL Sunday ticket, it's $249. What am I, a first-round pick last year? <laughs> That's your energy? Who has $250? <laughs> I got to pay this speeding ticket in Scottsdale. <laughs> How much is it, does it say? No. You're, like, shuffling through the paperwork? Yeah. Nothing. Apparently in Arizona, I heard, they have to serve you because it's, like, I don't know, the reddest of red states or something. This is like a like an alcohol thing? Like, what do you mean? I wish. So, oh, so that came certified mail. I don't know. I would assume it did. We're about to find out. Yeah. We'll find out a lot more. So after a $100 pre-sale discount, so you, if you sign up for a Sunday ticket, you get $100 off. So that's $249. It's normally $349. Get out. Now, if you want to add the red zone, boys. Which is the only good part. The only good part, it's another $50 hairs. You going to watch Cleveland and Tennessee in late September? No. no. Just give me the red zone. And people are like, this isn't fair. Red zone and Sunday night football. Sometimes Monday night. Only when we're at Howie's. Do you want, do you want to know how much like actual games of football I watch? Never Thursday. No, zero. Boy, boycotting Thursday. I will never watch Thursday night football. Unless a nice local sports bar want to sponsor us being there. 505 246 We will come hang out. We'll Always looking for more friends of the show. All the friends of the show will be there with us. Yes. It's a great time. But also, then never. I'll, and I won't pay attention. But mm. we'll have fun. Not for one second. You know what I'll do? Giveaways. That'll be fun. Woo. You know what I won't do? Be able to tell you what the score is. Yeah. Not going to happen. So if there's 272 games, and you're telling me it's, this is less than a dollar a game for the most entertaining thing on the TV that you can possibly watch. This seems like the deal to me. No one is going to watch all 272 games. Are you maybe going to watch all of your team's 17 games? So what's that work out to be? 20 bucks, Pop? That's not bad either. Adam Schefter doesn't watch that much football. Did I get his name right? I believe he's one of the ones. Okay. What I'm saying is, yeah, 15, that's less than $20 to watch every one of your team's games. There cannot be an outrage here. That is a regular amount of money. Mm. Mm. What, is, what is this noise you're doing? You know how much money the NFL makes off of partnerships and sponsorships and TV deals? Yeah, and Tyler's stepdad. Why do you want to pay it forward to the fan? Let them just watch the games. You think it's wild that it's like 50 to 80 bucks a month to watch the most popular sport in the country that's sent to you for free over broadcast television? You yes, think that's ab- crazy? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but for our listeners, I did do the math. So you were saying it's 350 normally? Right? Uh, normally, yeah. Okay, but we're down to 250 But that is about $470 in food stamps. So for the other rates. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, so smart. I'm covering the other, yeah. the other folks. That's pretty decent. That's pretty decent. Yeah, I think that's not bad so at all. So stupid. Yeah, the amount of fruit by the foot that you have to sacrifice in order to 
to like the amount of name brand. How just, many great value hot dogs do you have to forego yeah, to get like the in Sunday order to ticket? Get the <laughs> what are you eating then? That's a good question. Rice, mm-hmm. rice and football, baby. That's the final season of DirecTV's twenty-eight year run, which is how long DirecTV had this thing before YouTube got yeah. it. It was three hundred dollars, and up to four hundred dollars bundled with their version of Red Zone. Moving forward, their version with Andrew Siciliano mm. no longer exists. What? Three forty-nine for Sunday ticket. Three hundred-nine with Red Zone. You can get the hundred-dollar promo. Whatever. I think this is a steal. I don't understand the outrage, boys. The, miss me with the, hey, you can stream it illegally. Miss me with the, hey, password sharing. Miss me with all those things I don't want to deal with. And also, Now, hold on. Yeah. The boys literally have a password co-op. We have a co-op. But in this case, you're taking the high ground, huh? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Somebody in the co-op has to pay it. Mm-hmm. I'm in on that. And you know how YouTube is. YouTube's also going to do the one where they're like, hey, get YouTube TV. YouTube TV. Yeah. You can watch all these games. And um, uh, uh, what, what's an exclusive YouTube thing that's cool? I have no idea. I'm not cool. Bluey or something? What? I don't a, know. what? That's a children's cartoon. What are you t- going on about? Digging deep in the crates, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> what's the thing you watch most on YouTube, Tyler? Uh, podcast. Like vodcasts, like you watch people talk. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people do that. With I think that's like the biggest thing on YouTube these days, right? Definitely not. Fo- You're right. Definitely not football games. Oh, definitely not football. Definitely games. not like the game. It's not the unpackaging game. videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those what is are that? huge. Where people literally unpackage things and talk about unpackaging, unpackaging them. You don't know this is a I, thing that exists. I literally have no idea what you are talking about. Unboxing. They're uh, unboxing. Thank you. Unboxing videos. Like breaking down conspiracy theories. Is no. that what you are talking about? Like children opening up toys and talking about it, adults. Oh God, your algorithm like our, is like so our, weird. Like our friends at Astro Zombies, like unpackaging a new Princess Leia figure or something and talking about it. That's crazy. Unboxing is big. You know what's big is the meditation ten hour loop videos. Those are sweet. Those are massive. Okay, yeah, those are good. Those are quality. I'd I'd pay the package for those. Whatever package they want for the unlimited meditation frequency apps. When I'm at like, the like ten hour loop. Yeah, like videos. I'll I'll pay that monthly. Yeah. Do you actually meditate, or you just like go to sleep to it? I just sleep to. It. Okay. I just sleep to it. I try to meditate, but the results in that's sleeping. Meditating I, I, is sleeping, right? I have a little rain noise generator thing that I Love sleep it. with, mm. but the problem is when it actually rains, I instantly get tired. Ooh, you're programmed. What I'm Pavlobbed. Mm-hmm. I've been Pavlobbed. You know what I do watch though all the time is those like um, thirty minute like YouTube history documentaries. Yeah. We're like, I can tell you more about the Lewis and Clark expedition from this thing that I just had on the background yesterday. Dan Carlin's hardcore history. No, that one sucks. I mess with that one. No, that one's the worst. I love that one. So when, when it's actually raining, I'll tell you what you do. You put on the video on YouTube of your neighbors arguing, and then it just balances out, and you're good to go again. The Sports Ammo live chat uh, 100% agrees with you, Van, that like unboxing videos are dope. I didn't know that. Okay. They're exciting. See? They're excited. You know? There you go. Yeah. What's in the box? Well, you know what it is. You bought What's it. in the box? Or wait, are these like surprise boxes? Could be. 
Bespoke Post is advertising to me really hard. By the way, I'm going to reach out to Bespoke Post. You sound to me like you're the type of guy, or maybe I'm the only guy who ever got in a fight with his girlfriend because I threw my Apple box away at the Apple store before I left. You want to save the Apple box? She, so she was outraged that she I didn't. away the Apple box? So I got the new iPhone, threw away the Apple box while in the store, and she was like, you're supposed to save the Apple box. And I said, I am not supposed to save trash. I don't, I don't know if you're supposed to save the Apple box, but what I am hearing is borderline sociopathic. Like that you like couldn't get out of the store without ripping the phone out of the box and throwing that away. Like, well, they had to turn the phone on, turn on, and then they handed me the empty box, and I was like, I pushed it back across the table like a negotiation of paper in a mobster movie. And I was like, nah, just go ahead and trash that. And she was like, I think we'll be in a fight now because you didn't keep the Apple box. And I said... What? If you don't keep the Apple box, how are you going to do a boxing video later? Right. <laughs> Where you do an unboxing video in reverse. A boxing video is me watching Rope-A-Dope with Muhammad Ali and giving commentary. That's a boxing video. I've done. I've, I've gone down a Mike Tyson knockout wormhole before. That's fun. Well, that's a cool video game. Yeah. Huh? Oh. I'm talking about videos of actual Mike Tyson knockouts. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Or of course, starting our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Have our lunches over the 6-6 Diner, burger and a milkshake. That's Fred's special. Go in there and grab that bad boy. Don't ask for Fred's special. They won't know what that is. But get whatever burger and milkshake you want. It's super good. I'm a side-by-side guy. Give me Choco and Badano. Everyone knows that. The weekend is for New Mexico's vodka. That is Teller Vodka. Don't forget... That next Wednesday, we are at ABQX. We're throwing Thursdays on a Wednesday. We're excited for that. But before then, this upcoming Friday night, we're at Hollow Spirits. Come hang out with us as we are there all evening long laughing and playing and um, uh, mostly just of good spirit at Hollow Spirits. Mm-hmm. I have a T-shirt. They gave me a T-shirt the other day. Did they now? <sighs> this is a little bit my fault. The shirt I was wearing was too hot. There were so many people for the watch party. I was wearing like a hoodie. It was a little warm. It was a little warm because there was over 100 people in there. You know, I'm a button-up guy. Yeah. I like breathable. I like, mm-hmm. I like linen in the summer. Today was the first day where the temperature was like, uh, I got to figure out that closet, Fred. I just dress warm. Layers. You get a nice light layer. Take it off whenever you want. You're an REI guy. You have like a thousand three-quarter zips. You're yeah. built for this. I do have a lot. You're built for this season, Fred. Quit you complaining. Want- You're ready. Let's go. You want like every color and texture. It's a good quarter zip collection. I like for a guy who doesn't golf. Is it quarter zip or three quarter zip? Three quarter zip. You only zip the quarter and the last three quarters. There's no zipping involved whatsoever. It's like the NBA All-Star game. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Right up against 5 o'clock. Only 45 minutes of the program left. Josh Shusan will be with us for 15 of those minutes at 5.30. Previewing the isotopes tonight against El Paso. Friends of the show, if you're listening from the wonderful state of Arizona right now, you should support House Bill, uh, excuse me, Senate Bill 1234. Oh, that's a good number. Which claims that my luggage photo traffic enforcement is unconstitutional, which it is. So if you live in Arizona and you believe in freedom, support Senate Bill 1234, which will prohibit local authorities from using photo radar to identify traffic violators. Now, Van, do you feel... Whether like, they're guilty or innocent. See, I was going to say, do you feel like you have any bias in this in this promotion of this bill whatsoever? No? I'm an objective member of the press. Right. We should shoot one of those... Um, we should shoot one of those political commercials for you. 
Oh, I like that. We're putting that on the list, too. All right, so where you walk, you know, it's the sports animal truck, and then you walk in from off the frame, and you're like, friends, are you like me? Have you been digging for gold? <laughs> and the man snuck up behind you. It's actually just that scene from the ballad of Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs, where Tom Waits is digging for gold and that dude comes up behind him. That's this whole thing. It's your face superimposed on Tom Waits. Arizonans, do you believe in freedom? <laughs> I thought this was America, Arizona. Where we could drive safely mm-hmm. nine miles an hour over the speed limit. Let's go. It said 15. It said 15. <laughs> well, those are lies. <laughs> okay. Those are dirty robot lies. Uh-huh. You're going to believe a robot? We were just talking about Apollo 13. What happened to those guys? Uh, some of them are no longer the movie or the actuality. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look what's <laughs> happened with AI. Now, hear me out, Arizona. AI's trying to kill us. This is just the first step. We have to fight it now. This is the first domino before Transformers become real, before, before that new sexy bumblebee statue at SunWest Silver comes to life and starts wreaking havoc on all of us. We stand up now. Support Senate Bill 1234 in Arizona. Paradise Valley police are fascists. Ben trying to sue Cybernet over a ticket right now. I like that. <laughs> Watch out, Miles Dyson. Van's coming. It's <laughs> aggression will not stand, man. Can we put a bet on it real quick? Yeah. You come off the $75. I'm fighting this. Oh, Chief I believe that. I believe that fully. The bill on February 8th, the bill passed its first committee 5-3. to three. So it's on its way. Myself and the lovely people of Arizona believe in freedom. There are two things in this world that I know to be true, even though we both don't want them to happen. You will pay the speeding ticket, and I will pay off my student loan. These are two things that neither of us will be able to escape. Got 90 days. You have way longer. <laughs> the rest of my life. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just trying to pay back the cash store. That's <laughs> <laughs> NFL updates when we get back. Big trade today. Yeah. I'll tell you all about it. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610. Three. Okay, we're back on the program. Albuquerque, top of the second. Your Tampa Bay Rays are up one nothing. Got to make it 11 in a row. They're just starting is what they're doing. That's them just starting. Ace Shane McClanahan in the sexy Devil Rays jerseys on the bump tonight. Can't Who? lose. Can't lose. Who? Shane McClanahan. Of the clan McClanahan. First of his name. Are you doing William Wallace right now? A little bit. Like, not a lot, just a little bit. What was that? A little bit. It's not even a relevant thing. You really want me to lean into it? Mel Gibson has been canceled. I don't know if you know that. Lamar Jackson. Still making movies. He's not, though. He's, like, producing his own movies. That's not making movies. The only guy who does that well is Adam Sandler. You get a photo enforcement ticket in Arizona. Okay. Make sure you have an out-of-state address. Like, as well? Pro tip. No, on your official documentation. Okay. Which will never make you a resident of Arizona. It's a catch-22. Hmm. Actually, bonus. Friend of the show... 
friend in real life, Howard Balzer, tweeted today. Okay. As suspected, there are four void years in Odell Beckham Jr.'s contract, making his cap charge right under $4 million this year. The void years push $11 million-ish into prorated bonus charge to be on this year. So what that means is he's super cheap this year, and Lamar Jackson could have an early Christmas present if he makes a decision to come back to the Ravens. Just like the Jets and the Packers, it's a done deal. Lamar Jackson's going back to the Ravens. Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. Let's just keep milking it for attention and posturing. Can we, well, can we also talk a little bit about genius, though? Because this makes a little bit Baltimore look like idiots. Because he's going to get that money no matter what, regardless of if he plays. So Odell's looking like a dude right here. He's super cheap this first year. And after that, he can be a regular number, or he can get it all in voided money. And to Lamar, to me, that screams, hey, you can go over on these GMs. Now, are they taking, like, a loss lead on this thing to make that happen? Probably. There's probably a level of chess here. But to me, I think it's super smart. My sources indicate... Is that Howard Balzer? ...that Lamar Jackson has been recruiting Odell Beckham Jr. since no one else has given him a good offer. Says my sources. My, my NFL insider sources. Who is that? An article I read this morning on the That's, toilet. Okay. <laughs> this has to be the one where he comes back. Otherwise, this one has gone too long. If, He's coming back. No one else wants him. Everyone wants him. Except these four NFL teams at the top of the draft, for some reason, are going to take idiot rookie first-year quarterbacks. You know how much I would trade? Bird in the hand, Fred. I want every article coming out to keep saying C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud. And then if I'm Carolina, I say, here's the first overall draft pick, Baltimore. You can get C.J. Stroud. Also, here's some other crap. Give me Lamar Jackson. They would do it just for the number one pick. Straight up? Put that. If I'm Carolina? Mm -hmm. You take it. Trade that. Yeah. Sign that. Have him. Do that. Bird in the hand. Be that. Bird in the hand. Bird in the hand. That's a good rap lyric. I'm going to write that down. That's a good chorus. I'm going to write a rap song tonight. Bird in the hand. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Tyler, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice in your life. Right. You and I were having a conversation last night about like going back to school and setting yourself up for the future. Yeah. If you become an Olympian and NFL can't like cap salary numbers, mm. if you can do the gymnastics through accounting or whatever, you become a millionaire in about a minute. Like, as quickly as any individual can figure out how to, to cheese the cap as well that it is being done and can be done better, that's where all the money's at in the world. Because that money they're paying you doesn't go towards the cap. Extending out contracts over different years with void years isn't that different from trading your food stamps for bottles of Teller vodka. You should write a thesis. So, I mean, okay, you're a natural. So here's the thing. I think I'm going to weld, but I'm going to write that down, cheese the cap. That sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Cheese the cap. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tyler just getting easy cheese, filling the cap with the easy cheese, and then licking it out with his tongue like a, like a poorly made jello shot. I'm going to say I'm definitely cheesing the cap. <laughs> He's going to cheese the cap. No cap. Me and Ben are going to write some raps <laughs> and cheese the cap later. <laughs> yeah, baby. <sighs> Bird in the hand. <laughs> in other words, 
If Lamar doesn't come back, they can put $11 million debt on the books next year for Odell Beckham Jr. And it's not going to matter because you're going to have a cheap quarterback anyways. And if you have your good quarterback, then you can void it out, your good quarterback being Lamar Jackson. I just think it's a smart move by all parties involved. It's kind of the first sign where I'm like, okay, maybe Lamar is going to be back. Because I don't think I didn't think he was going to. I thought it would be anywhere else. It's the unsexiest, coldest take, but I didn't think Lamar Jackson was going anywhere this whole time. They're, just, is, both, they're just both posturing. They don't want to give him guaranteed money and or a long deal. They're going to meet in the middle. He's going to get a big old bag. He's going to be fine. He's going to be that super electric top five quarterback that only plays 12, 13, 14 games. They'll make it to the middle of the NFL playoffs and lose. But they'll do it with Odell Beckham Jr. this time. It's Just because he's there, though, doesn't make that impact, I think, on the field. Because I think it's the Lamar factor, right? Because if you get if you get through seventeen games with Lamar, cool, you're in the playoffs. It's the difference that he is in those three games in the playoffs, four games in the playoffs, because it's you don't plan for Lamar any other time of the year. There's not another dude who's Lamar. He liked the one, so that is how you end up going deeper into the playoffs than mid range, because you're such a unique offense, and also no one's game planning towards Odell Beckham Jr. I promise you that. I've said it before on the show, and I will continue to say it every time we talk about Lamar Jackson. He has played a full NFL season one time in his career. He was the MVP of the league. He has not played a full season any other year of his career. Kind of the last take on that, too, is this one, which is if it only cost you $11 million to get Lamar to sign that contract, if Lamar was like, I'd rather you give $11 million to my friend than give me $11 million more million, number one, that's a good friend. Aww. Number two, good deal for the Ravens. Best bad contract maybe ever. For the Ravens, for Lamar, it's good. Excuse me, for Odell Beckham Jr., it's good. And if that's the carrot you need to dangle to get him to seal the deal, all it takes is one year and $15 million for an overrated receiver? Cool. It's nothing. It's peanuts. What's the franchise tag on NFL wide receivers? $10 million? Mm -hmm. No, it's more than that. That's running back. Give me an update on the Rays. Do you have it? Rays. Still one nothing. Mm, That's pretty good. Okay. We're going to touch on the NBA whenever we get back. I got a problem with the NBA. This is the most exciting end to a regular season ever, and they let everyone sleep on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Playoffs are about playoffs start Thursday. Is that right? Friday. Is it because Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian are back in the news? I didn't know that was real. Is that real? The Lakers signed him the day before the last game. <laughs> Bench depth. <sighs> Plus, you get the Kardashians in the front row of the playoffs. Everyone in this country should be wor- should be rooting for the Sacramento Kings, and the NBA is missing the boat. More on that whenever we get back. Two men on ninety five point nine. AM 610, the sports animal. Get in the door price for game one of the Warriors and Kings on Saturday is $821. The most expensive round one playoff game ever? 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 It's gone up like $200 since yesterday. That's crazy. It's wow. About a thousand in food stamps, just so we're aware. That's okay. Yeah, just way, do the math. Way more than that. 
<laughs> the pride of Albuquerque. World Cup. Didn't Tampa Bay Rays are up 2 nothing now. That's wild. Can actual fans afford to go? Like, there are fans that have been watching Sacramento when tickets were $5 for the longest. And get they, grandfathered in. They you can, can prove that you're an actual fan. How do you do that? All eight of those people should get in for free. Well, you show them old Snapchats <laughs> of you at the game? Yeah. I have a Mike Bibby jersey. That's a good one, actually. Does Boogie Cousins have to pay that much? He's in Puerto Rico. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. yeah he signed a deal. South of the everything. But he used to play in Sacramento. He did. Sure, lots of guys did. He was good then. Like, real good. I want to be like... Mike. Thank you. I want to be like, hey, I'm pro Sacramento. Like This is a cool story. This is a unique thing. This is fun. This is what the NBA should be. And immediately you're going to go and do some stuff like this? Like, be accessible. Like, be be that underdog that people are actually rooting for. Because people are making the picks about this thing. Everyone's going to take Golden State. Everyone is. Like, you're going to root with your heart. You're going to call, call for Sacramento. The young bloods, the up-and-comers. The, they were what? Like, 20 games under 500 or whatever? I know that's not the number. But the point is, you immediately just go and screw the whole thing up. And the NBA is not, in my opinion, doing a good job of giving me a reason to root for these losers. You know what a really good example of this is? I'm going to take you way back to Tyler. You were about one years old. To 1999, it was the Knicks and the Pacers. And the Knicks had been, they got Patrick Ewing. They'd been this perennial powerhouse. This is like your stuff, Chris Burnett. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Reggie Miller, baby. Yeah. And the NBA made me believe that Reggie Miller and Anthony McKee and all these terrible everythings from Hoosierville could beat the big bad Knicks. Well, they did. And that's the part that's crazy to me about this. It's like, you have the formula here, NBA. Do a better job, NBA. But I don't think the rub is coming off the way it should to excite fans about this thing. And they have the misfortune of going up against the Warriors. Well, that does suck. But it's The good, NBA's darlings. It's a good little... Yeah interstate thing i guess do the warriors have the most loyal fan base or do they have the most bandwagon fan base which one is it bandwagon bandwagon yeah i think so too the patriots of the nba there were a lot of years the warriors were one of the worst teams in the league Mm -hmm. yeah michael richmond in all those years mitch richmond thank you michael redmond they all sucked baron davis Hardaway and Weber years are kind of cool. Run TMC. Boom. Trying to come up with anyone else there that was anything. Tom Gugliotta. <laughs> Thank you. Ronnie Cycli. Chris Weber. Why do you know all this stuff about the terrible? Well, hold on. That's I've been a Warriors else. fan since I was in high school. See, he's a oh. not a bandwagon right. fan. That's he's the only one. Don't forget uh, uh, Latrell Sprewell. PJ, PJ Carlissimo will never forget. No, he will never forget. I feel like the modern Warriors fan probably thinks that it's from a city called Golden State. That's, <laughs> like yeah. Golden State, California. It's the capital. I went to a game years ago when they were still in Oakland at the Oracle. They're not there anymore. Now they're in San Francisco. 
or just south or whatever. Santa Clara, yeah. I think. Yeah. Everything's in Santa Clara. Yeah, that's where the 49ers play too, I believe. That is I, correct. Yeah. This is an interesting one. Do you know how this works? Do you, are you guys familiar with this? So Santa Clara is the whole city is like um, like sports and tourist attractions kind of, and then giant landfill and giant cemeteries. So they take all the trash and deceased from the surrounding Bay Area counties, put it in Santa Clara, charge an absorbent of fee to all these surrounding counties, and that's how they came up with all the funds for like this stuff. That's nice. Kind of weird. It's like uh, Tyler's doppelganger, Staten Island. I was going to say, I like that. It's a little garbage town. I like that. <laughs> like my, my place. What's the, the golf course here in Albuquerque? I'm going blank. That's built on the old landfill. Come I have on. no idea. Come on, brain. Balloon Fiesta Park? Could be. It's not the answer, though. ADO. When I first moved to town, they had all these vents in the ground here. Like, I'm driving up and down the roads. I'm like, what are all these vents in the ground? It's like, oh, we're just on top of a landfill. This is how gases escape. I'm like, this, this is someone's real solution? I mean, really, everything's a landfill. Kind of everything's a landfill. <laughs> the NBA needs to figure out the in-person part of this thing. Because NBA in-person is very, very good. Tanawan. Oh, there you go. Tanawan is built on a dump. I wouldn't have known that. Sometimes uh, it'll rain a lot, and the ground will shift, and like tires and trash will just come out of the ground in people's yard. Is that real? It's a true story. True story. Is Tano on the one with the fence around it? I think they all have fences. Yes. Oh, okay. There's a fence, yeah. a golf cart as you're just walking through. Mm. Well, I don't like that. Playing tournament today, Hawks and Heat. Timberwolves and Lakers. Nothing against the lovely people in Tanawan. No, I'm sure they're a nice place. It's super nice. Yeah. Who do you got in the Hawks and the Heat? This is the one from the East, boys. What are you thinking? I'm not going against Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. Oh, I cannot, right? Kind of weird to me that they didn't have a better end-of-the-year run. They lost that last game to the Cavaliers. Mm Mm-hmm. Cavs are legit, though. Can't make fun of them no more. I guess that's a good point, too. Cavaliers are in. They're playing the Knicks. That's going to be the one. But the Hawks have this weird record, right? Keep going. Where, look, they're 41 and 41. Over their last 10 games, they're 5 and 5. Their last 20, they're 10 and 10. Oh, really? Their last 100, they're 50 and 50. What did they do in the last game? Win so or lose? This is the game that they should go over 500 to recorrect to go back down to 500 the very next game. With Gobert out for the Timberwolves, I believe it'll be an absolute blowout by the Lakers tonight. Does anyone disagree with that? I don't disagree. No, Lakers are going to serve them. Eight and a half? Seven versus eight is an eight and a half spread? It is not, is it? Yeah, Lakers by eight and a half. That's crazy. That's wild. See the injury report for the Lakers? And look, the NBA... I don't believe in cheating or collusion. Look, the refs are just out there doing their job. Lakers still going to get every call. You want LeBron James to advance. You want the Lakers to advance. That makes money. They went 8-2 and two over their final 10. Tell me they're not ready. They're 100% ready. They'll make a run. And their dudes, Davis, James, Russell, 
Don't let the injury report fool you. Mm-hmm. They're good. A lot of breaks. Oh. They, Wait, they, like, they, like, they, like they in were, their legs? They were, <laughs> no, you're talking about Anthony Davis. Oh, okay. They were winning while being rested. What? This weekend, though, is the one. Like, I'm in, but I'm not in on the play-in. I think you, the play, you don't like the play-in tournament? I like it because I'm a fan. it made the end of the regular season better. If it was three games, I think I'd be in on it. Now, I know that's too much, and I, I get that you can't really make all that work. But but it's smart the way they did it. Yeah, it's, it's, super, not like, it's, super, it's not like seven versus ten. You're right. And it's a big favorite on the road. You got the seven versus eight. Winner goes in. Loser gets a home game. I, I, th- I love the way they did it. And again, Unconventional, but smart. And again, cannot stress this enough. A historically bad job is what is happening with this Golden State and Sacramento thing. The game is at Sacramento. Disrespected. How often does that happen? <sighs> I can't come up with one off the top of my head. No. No. Usually Sacramento, by this time of the year, they're holding it up. Been a minute. 20. It has been 20 years. And I know exactly how many minutes are in a year because I saw rent. That's a lot of minutes. Josh Sushan will join us when we get back. We're going to preview Isotopes Baseball tonight. They're at El Paso, the hated. Losers. What's the name of their team down there? Chimichangas? Chupacabras. The Chihuahuas? And chinchillas. That's what it is. Netflix and chills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're down there. Also, it's probably like 100 degrees down there. It's so hot down there all the time. If it's 80 here, I'm going to look up the temperature during the break. It's too hot in El Paso. Where are they going to lease? Where else are you going to release the ventilation from hell? That's... Except for the armpit of the country. Universe, if you ask me. Knee pit, not even armpit. Also, a lot of the friends of the show really love El Paso. It's kind of weird to me. <laughs> From the live chat, yes, Chris, you can go with us to WWE. That's this Saturday night at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Of course. Two bit on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, where in just 30 short minutes, the Albuquerque Ice Toast will start a six-game sweep of the El Paso whatevers. Joining us on the program, Josh Susan. Josh, welcome, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the Fernando Tatis Jr. week here in El Paso. Oh, okay. There is an enormous number of people who are all around the dugout hoping that he will come out and sign an autograph or two or 500 before he starts stretching and getting ready for the game. Seems realistic. How does, does he use a pen or a Sharpie or just dip a needle in ink? How does this work? Yeah, good question. Definitely a needle in ink, 100%. <laughs> the, uh, I, I overheard because it's impossible not to overhear. They have like this huge mega horn that someone from the Chihuahua's front office mm-hmm. instructs all of their uh, game day employees. And they said, no, we don't know how long he's going to be here. We can't answer any questions about why he's here. And uh, we don't know how many games he's going to play. So if anyone asks you a question, just avoid that question. Uh, it's a privilege to have him here. And please don't take any photographs. Just do your job. That was pretty much the instructions to the El Paso game day staff. That's funny. So is he playing? Is he in the lineup? Yep, he's in the lineup. Leading off, playing right field. Okay, that's actually pretty good. 
It's, yeah. like, it's pretty good for the fans. You know what's kind of fun about this is all these people showed up to see, like, Fernando Tatis hit dingers. But really what they're going to see is the isotopes hit dingers because they had four of them yeah. on Sunday, Easter Sunday. Let's go. It's already been three times this year that the isotopes have hit four home runs in a game. They've only played nine. And um, checking math, 33% of the time they've hit four home runs in a game. That's super sweet. That's like a very good team. So you're in the hated rival of not only the boys, but also the Albuquerque Isotopes, El Paso. How many times do you safely have to shower when you're there? Is yeah. four a day good? Good question. <laughs> well, I drove down this morning, and I got one in before leaving the hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm below your, um, you know, your threshold. Yes. Uh, so I'll work on that for tomorrow. Sweet. When you're down in El Paso, like, is it hard to control your anger? You know, why would I be angry? I get to go to a baseball game every day. Mm-hmm. I get to talk to you guys. Yep. I get to watch Fernando Tatis Jr. And, I mean, why would I be in a bad mood? El Paso. El Paso. You forget what show you're on for a yeah, second, Josh? El Paso, Jay. You know where you are? We're talking about El Paso. <laughs> Chance to go for three in a row. This is uh, this team feels a little different than what we saw last year from the Isotopes. Obviously, new players. I get it. But there feels like there's an energy towards pulling out the W this season that I don't necessarily think I felt at specifically the end of last season. Anything feel different to you around the boys, around the clubhouse? The main thing is that just the talk of winning and how often it comes up. We we just had Clint Hurdle here last week, and Clint Hurdle's big thing is when he was the manager for the Rockies and they went to the World Series in 2007, Mm -hmm. most of that team was homegrown, and they all won in the minor leagues. And when Clint came back to be a special assistant, he told the Rockies, we need to win in the minor leagues. None of this, yeah, we got to develop, but no, you need to win. We need to establish a culture of winning. And that's kind of been a taboo topic. Not a t- that's maybe a, a bit of an exaggeration. But it was kind of a wink-wink topic around minor league baseball, especially AAA, where it's like, yeah, we want to win, you know, but player development comes first. And Clint Hurdle has started the mantra, and, and it started with him. And when they interviewed Pedro Lopez, he told you guys this. They asked him, how do you feel about winning? And he had the right answer. He said, we need to win. It's part of what we need to do. Clint Hurdle came up to me behind the cage and said, I'm sorry for the players that we had last year. You know, we made a concerted effort to bring you good players. He said in my pregame interview Sunday, I apologize to owner Ken Young for the way that we played last year. I apologize to your fans. I apologize to John Traub. That's not acceptable. Now, they've won at double A and high A and low A, and he said, we haven't figured out triple A. He said, but we're trying. So I think that's the biggest thing is the fact that they are so openly telling us we want to win, we're trying to win, we're trying to give you better players because we think it's important. Clint Hurdle talked about that on our program on Friday since we are at the lab every single Friday when the Topes are at home. I think just having Clint Hurdle here and that energy that he brings is going to help the program no matter what. For sure, yeah. I mean, he's one of the guys that you hear him before you see him, right? <laughs> because he's got a big voice and he doesn't ever talk in his library voice. And but but he's fun. Like even like I saw him in the clubhouse one day, and some player said, "Oh, you can eat that." He goes, "No, I don't eat players' food." He goes, "No, that's your food." You know, I mean, he just has a presence. He just has a way about him. He just the the vocabulary that he uses, just his wisdom, his knowledge. One of the other things I love that he said was, you know, one of his jobs is to make sure that that 
the Rockies look the same from single layup to the major leagues. He said when a player gets promoted from Hartford to Albuquerque, they shouldn't feel like they're in a new organization. We should be doing the same thing at every single level. This is the way that we prepare for games. This is the way that we prepare players. And I just love that there's someone who's got his experience and his just, um, you know, just the way, just his persona and, and that he's around. Uh, it's so much fun. Do you remember when Clint Hurdle was ejected after one pitch whenever he managed for the Pirates? When A.J. Burnett threw a strike that was called a ball? And then I don't remember who the catcher is, but they throw that catcher out. And then Clint Hurdle comes out, and they're like, you got to go, too. Like, who's He's fiery. That? Yeah. Was that Jason Kendall? Is that who was behind the plate? Probably. Yeah, I, that sounds like something Jason Kendall would do. And Clint Hur- I got to know him. Yeah, Clint Hurdle was like, oh, man, I got to get kicked out right now. Like, just started. Yeah. I think it was the Braves. That was a long time ago. I forget if it was Billy Martin or if it was Earl Weaver, but someone got kicked out of a game, and then the next day they're exchanging lineup cards, and they get right back into the discussion from the previous (laughs) day. It got ejected before the game even started again. Oh, baseball is all the best stories. It is pretty easy to win games, Josh, when your two, three, and four spots are going nine for nine from the day. What? Yes. Nolan Jones. Oh, go ahead. And I was going to say, and also 15 for 15 getting on base. Isn't that crazy? Bonkers. Hey, what are you doing today? Turning left on the base path? What about you? <laughs> you got to turn left three times. How yeah, about you? I got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Hey, Michael Tolia, what's up? Is he? I mean, he's going to be here for five more minutes. This dude is, he's, he's major league talent. Yeah. So he, he, here's my thing with, with guys like Tolia. I don't want him to go up to the big leagues and sit on the bench. Right. right? So have him keep playing here every day until – he can play every day or close to every day. He's not going to play over C.J. Cronin at first base. Nope. And I know he can play in the outfield, but I like the way that Profar is playing right now. And He's not going to play right field over Chris Bryant, and he's not a center fielder, so he's not going to play over Daza. So let's let him just continue to play here and just keep getting better and just keep dominating and fine-tuning. And then when the Rockies do need someone, then have him go up and so that he can play every day because it's not going to do him any good to sit on the bench. Trying to establish a winning culture here in Albuquerque, what can you learn from the Tampa Bay Rays start? 10-0, and 0, and they're already up two rip, going for 11-0. I think what I can learn is that when you score the most runs and you give up the fewest runs and you have the fewest walks allowed and you hit the most home Ever. runs, that's a success for, successful formula. Thank you, John Madden. That's <laughs> what they're doing? It's not like they're just winning like by a run or two. They are annihilating everyone. Like, I remember the 87 Brewers, and it's like, like they found a way to win in the ninth inning every night. Rob Deere, walk-off homer, it's on the cover of Sports Illustrated, you know, and all that. And the Braves in 82, and they won all those games in a row. Kind of the same thing. The Rays, there's nothing close about their victories. Rockies put it on my Cardinals last night. Yeah, Looks they like did. they're going to put it on my Cardinals three times in a row. Oh, my gosh. Rockies. Well, Marque- hey, Marquez had to depart after five innings, though. That's not good. Nope. You know, and so we'll see what status is on him within the next couple days and, and if that means we're going to lose a member of the Isotopes rotation or, you know, uh, or whether Armand's going to be okay or whether they'll just use, like, tie block. I mean, they've got some bulk relievers, so they could get away with it, you know, for a start or two. So that's, uh, I mean, we're nine games into the season, and we haven't had a guy get called up yet. Now, we had a guy get called up before the season began, but this seriously might be a triple-A record, nine games without a dude getting called up. I mean, pretty good record if we can get it. I mean, yeah. That's how I feel about that. The Kind of the lastly and the shortly of it is the Ice Tops win when they out-hit their opponents. Uh, you see the ball flying tonight in El Paso? It usually does. 
it's warm here. It's not like 100 degrees, but it's warm. There's not much wind, and the ball carries here, and so there's a pretty good chance of that. So, you, look, you got to keep the ball down here. You, here's the other thing. you gotta, you got to make plays defensively in these ballparks, like Albuquerque and El Paso. And the Topes have committed two errors in nine games, and it's not just that they aren't making errors. It's they're making plays. They're throwing out guys at home rundowns they're making, diving plays they're making, double plays they're turning. You have to play really good defense in these high-altitude ballparks, and that's what they're doing so far. Every player for the Rockies had a hit last night? Yep. This is ridiculous. Yep. They look like that's a competitive team. It's going to be a real competitive team, all the way from the top, all the way to the bottom. Who's on the pregame tonight, Josh? Pedro Lopez is on the pregame. Good get. We talked about, yeah, it was a tough get, too. Man, it was so hard to get the manager. <laughs> and uh, so we, we talked about the team start and about some injuries and guys filling in. And also, he coached Tatis in winter ball. Fernando's dad was the manager, and Pedro was um, one of the uh, assistant coaches. So we talked about that, too. Fernando Tatis, the only player in Major League Baseball history, hit two grand slams in one inning. Off who? Chan Hill Park. Let's go. Good hey. That's crazy. That's super crazy. You uh, obviously just. Uh, Do you know any other fact about uh, Fernando Tatis Senior other than that? Because I don't. Um, War twenty three goatee cut by the hands of God. No, that's Fernando Vina. <laughs> Fernando Vina had that look. Whoopsie. Hey, excellent job yesterday at the press conference for Jackie Robinson Day of the Albuquerque Isotopes, Uh in the elevator pitch that it could be. Josh, tell us a little bit about next Tuesday and Jackie Robinson Day at the ballpark. Most importantly, if you are a student, kindergarten through twelve. If you write an essay about Jackie Robinson, if you write a poem about Jackie Robinson, if you do a piece of artwork about Jackie Robinson, you will get four free tickets to the game one week from today. Bring that artwork, bring that poem, bring that essay to the Isotopes Park Park, Isotopes Park Administrative Office, and you will get four free tickets. Learn about Jackie Robinson. He's one of the most important people in American history. Learn about him, research, artwork, essay, and you'll get rewarded with four free tickets to the game a week from tonight when we celebrate his life. Josh Sushan, broadcast coming to you right now. Thank you, boys. Thank you, brother. All right, talk to you tomorrow. No, I'll talk to you Thursday. We had morning game tomorrow. Talk to you Thursday. Unless you just want to call. That's right. You got a full show tomorrow. Enjoy it. No, we could do. We could head down right now. Just hang out during the day, watch the game. Get right back here. Right back here. We're not making it back. No, we wouldn't make it back. No. Not without a really good fast bail bondsman. Hey, uh, Josh, I don't know if you were listening to start the show. Van got an official letter from Maricopa County in Phoenix today as he got a speeding ticket while we were at spring training, and it was oh. delivered to him on air. Paradise no Paradise Valley. Yeah, I'm going to send, so send you a picture of it. The, the speeding camera literally has a picture of Van picking his nose. Ah. There's, there's no punchline here. This is a factual story. I will, I'm going to send you. I'm going to send it to you right now. Like, okay, very good. I'm going to do the on-deck show here. Good job, bye. All right, thanks. Tyler, good job today, brother. You don't care, Tyler. You're just going to put your thumbs He's up. So radio. What are you doing? Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, you're super cool, Tyler. We need to be engaged at the show. That's all we ask. Final words, man? Too much for the time a lot of my friend, but anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning, probably covering another Rays win yes. on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you in court in Phoenix, Burke.